Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Meets and Beats with your host, Tony and AJ. Daylight savings. Man, it really fucked me up this time. <laughs> why are we even doing this to ourselves as a society anymore? Like, yeah. why? Yeah, it gets dark at like 5.30 or 6 o'clock or something. Is this time considered yeah. daylight savings or is the other time considered daylight? Which part is the daylight savings and how do we stop it? I don't know. We gained an hour, so I don't know if that's... Maybe that's savings. I don't know. Mm, no. We I saved mean, ourselves from more daylight in the evening. Maybe? You can't invent time like <laughs> Einstein couldn't even make time. Like I think I saw a meme one time of uh, only a white man thinks he can cut an inch off the top of a rug and sew it to the bottom and think he gained more more oh, yeah. or, more rug. Yeah, the Native <laughs> Native American meme. I saw that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever. What was the one you saw a while ago? Which one? <laughs> the meme you saw about the daylight savings time. Oh. Uh, Hello, darkness, smiled friend. Why are you here? It's 4 p.m. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I'm ready to go to sleep. Yeah. The only benefit to this daylight savings time is if you have small children and you can put them to bed a little bit earlier because the sun's not out. Ah, uh, the, old, the old switcheroo. Yeah. The old yeah. trickery. Yeah, it helps. Uh, Start, I, go to sleep. <laughs> I apologize in advance if I sound a little less chipper. I am on zero sleep for three days. Because you were having a blast without me. Because I indeed was having a blast. Uh, Shout out to the Outlaw Classic, uh, Rusty Baker, out in Bernie, Texas. I was out there. It's a uh, charity golf tournament. and Oh, I'm sorry. It's a celebrity golf tournament because I am indeed a celebrity. Oh. Uh, Officially. Uh, I mean, I'm not calling myself one, but that's just what was on the paperwork. You shared the stage with some very high-level musicians. Yeah, and um, most importantly, the food was amazing. Shout out Tapatio Springs, owned by my good friend. Uh, You may know him as George Strait. What? No big deal. No big deal. Uh, No, I've never actually met him in real life, but uh, I've been at the same place that he owns. Yeah. And the food was amazing. I had a... That chop looked pretty amazing. It was a tomahawk pork chop. Yeah. And they only yeah. serve it medium. Oh, wow. And the waitress started telling me, she's like, the chef recommends that we serve it meat. And before she could even say meat, I was like, yes, please. I know. I was like, that's the only way I'm going to eat it. I already don't bring know that the thing new regulations here. for pork temperatures. Yeah. So, boom, you don't have <clears throat> so, to enlighten me. Yeah. And um, what else did I have? Chicken fried steak. The breakfast was amazing. Ordered a phantom plate, which oh. was a plate for an empty chair. That way everybody could taste what was on that plate instead of just getting the your the one on phantom plate the old phantom plate biscuits and gravy uh they had this brisket hash with potatoes and onions with um eggs on top with hollandaise on like top of that a skillet that in looked, a cast looked, iron skillet I, just, I, I think i posted pictures all over my social yeah, media that one looked pretty good um, saw it. then they had steak dinner last night during the auction and concert and then Radney Foster played and pretty much just owned my entire soul. Oh yeah. It was probably Did you like that, huh? It was the most like spiritual experience that I've had in my life. That's why you go to see live music, man. Yeah. That's what it's that's what it's about. Yeah, so it was uh the other the other people on the bill were my, myself, uh Shane Greenville, uh Gabe Garcia, John Stork, Austin English. George Dukas, who has written a bunch of songs. You probably don't know his name. 
uh, but he wrote uh, some songs for like Eli Young Band, Sarah Evans, a bunch of other folks. He also helped write uh, Don't Call Me Lonesome, that uh, Radley oh, yeah. Foster cut. Nice. Yeah, and um, Kiss Me in the Dark, Randy Rogers really? re- uh, record. That's a yeah. good one. George Dukas and uh, Radney Foster wrote that together. So it was a big deal. Didn't um, uh, Craig and Fowler play? Yeah, Craig Fowler did their Dos Barachos thing, which was pretty rowdy. Yeah. I'm hoping nobody has that on video. Man. <laughs> it was getting pretty out of hand. Uh, Chad Prather, who's a like comedian, country singer guy, was there. Um, man, who else? Bunch, uh, Matt Klein, uh, Steve Helms. Uh, just a uh, ton of guys, ton of guys that were there, man. It was it was really awesome raising money uh, for good cause, and you know maybe I'll get an invite one day. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe. I mean, I did get a plus one, but uh, I never got an I invite. Five I, years we've been doing that thing for work, <laughs> and never got an invite for that one. Yeah, whammy. But uh, anyway, so I'm I'm on like zero sleep. Yeah, well, but I'm still here. I am refreshed. Luckily, Tony brought me a big vat sized bowl of his chili that he made and that has gotten me through the day and kind of gave me a little superman strength of my spinach but yeah. it's chili yeah the chili i made <laughs> using my methods that you were gonna fire me for yeah uh, you know i tasted it i was like you know i think i can taste the package that the spices came in mm-hmm. <laughs> i bet you were but by by the time i was on bite 374 i had gotten past it <laughs> <laughs> You've accepted the greatness. Yeah. Uh, I would go ahead and say that that chili was solid, for sure. Solid. solid. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. But speaking of chili, today we're going to talk about wintertime foods, cold weather foods, and uh, all the great ones and some of the ones that maybe aren't so great. Yeah. Yeah. With the uh, cold weather foods, you got to start with the basics, man. Your chicken noodle soup. Your oh, yeah. chili, your gumbo, tortilla soup is a basic for me. I cook that all the time. Yeah. This, Beef stew. I think I'm going to put chili at the top of that, the whole list of... I know yeah. we're not giving them rankings, but no. in my head, I rank the chili at the top. I always... Yeah. I mean, you, you don't go through a cold weather season without making several batches of chili. Yeah. The reason why I crown it the king of cold weather food is because it just keeps on giving. Like, you can make soup or whatever... And like you're always eating the same bowl of soup, but if you make chili, all right, you got a bowl of chili, then you got a Frito pie, then you got hot dogs, and then you got like nachos with chili. Then I you like got to buy chili and eggs from the guys in the back of the shop. Oh yeah, and then use my chili and hundred percent put it over my tamales if, with cheese. Um, if anybody's yeah. gonna try to roast us in the comments for putting chili on tamales, just don't even like. Don't even waste the keyboard strokes. Yeah, it's not like I'm buying great. Wolf Brand to put on the tamales. No. I'm using mine. The stuff yes. I made at home. So it's just combining two great things yes. into one exactly. extremely great thing. But uh yeah, so anyway, chili is the king with cornbread. Oh my god, real quick. Tapatio Springs had cornbread jalapeno cornbread muffins that they served with cinnamon butter. What? Bruh. And you know what? It was a surprise. Like we had our entrees for dinner and like I don't know, it was maybe like a third of the way through, and then she brought them out. Wow. It was like a little icing on the yeah. cake, and it was like, is this dessert? A little is extra this dab just there what? at the end. Yeah, oh my God, dude. That sounds oh, delicious. So good. I want to go back. 
I want to go <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a little uh, meets and beats on location. It was uh, it was legit. Anyway, so uh, chicken noodle soup. Man, everybody has their own kind of methods for that one. Yeah, I don't think I've ever made it. And I make it all the time. I've eaten it a lot. I like to use the the big giant noodles. The egg big, noodles uh, is that what they're called? Yeah, the big egg noodles. Yeah, yeah, I use those whenever I make my chicken noodle soup. From projects, you ever gotten those? The noodles from them? Yeah. No, I haven't. And I've... also, Novak's makes them. Yeah. Yeah. Let's try that out. I like uh, I like putting mushrooms in my chicken noodle soup. Okay. A little, a little bit what different. Kind? Like just regular mushrooms. The little, the like, little ones. What are they called? I don't uh, know. We should know that. I don't. It's a food podcast. The regular white <laughs> mushrooms you buy at H E B that are pre sliced. Oh, uh, I thought you were like portobellos or shiitake or whatever. Yeah, just, just the white just mushrooms those, yeah. from the regular gotcha. aisle. I throw them in there. I like the thick cut carrots and celery. I don't. I don't like doing. I like a real hearty chicken noodle soup. Yeah. You know, I don't like the the little thin little pieces. Yeah. If I'm gonna make a soup, I want it to be hearty and filling. I don't want to just eat spoonfuls of broth. <laughs> The whole um, time. I have gone through some Campbell's chicken noodle soup in my life. I only get their chunky one, oh, the, the chunky chicken noodle soup. I don't ever buy the small, regular, yeah, condensed like the, the can. The chicken and stars type. Oh, no. Yeah. You know, I don't ever buy that I stuff. just do the regular noodles. And then when I was a kid, I'd pull the little carrots out because I was like, I don't, I don't know what that is. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were that kid, huh? Yeah, I feel like it shouldn't even be considered chicken noodle soup because chicken being the first ingredient listed should be the primary star of the dish when clearly it is not in yeah, those cans. Clearly. Yeah. Not gonna lie though, it's clutch and I'm down. But you know. <laughs> and whenever I do chicken noodle soup, there's a uh a bouillon you can get called it's better than bouillon. Oh yeah. It's, it's like the I'm down with that heavily. Yeah. That Man, that puts a chicken flavor in your soup. Like, I mean, it just really ties it together. That's, yeah, I use that a lot for other stuff too. I use the beef one in my chili. I use the beef one in my chili in that batch that you're eating yeah. today, actually, and that's the first time I've, I've done that. I actually did something different with that batch of chili. I I used stew meat for the first time in a okay. long time, but I didn't just throw it in when I cooked the rest of the meat. So I actually took a lot of the onions and jalapenos and diced them up, and I actually boiled the stew meat while okay. I was cooking down everything else. So it boiled for like an hour, and I just added all of it into the chili instead of using just chicken stock. Yeah. I used the... the oh, you made made like your own stock, My own I beef guess. broth with yeah. the stew meat. Yeah. Nice. And then I added a little bit of that better than bouillon uh, beef style Man. to just really... Give it a little extra punch. That's a lot of steps to add to a pre-mixed bag of spices. <laughs> Going to keep throwing the shots. Dude, I re- so I was thinking about, uh, like, how many of those bags do you put or little packages? Does it come in the little packages, like gravy packets? No, it's just, uh, I, I, this time I use the Terralingua one. Oh. Which, but it's like a little packet? Yeah, like, it's just like, like a pre, pre-mixed packet. So I realized when I was making my chili how much stuff I put in there. And it was literally like probably a cup and a, a cup and a half worth yeah. of spices. Is that how much comes in that pre-pack? I, I bought three of them, yeah. three packs. I'm down for that Terlingua, though. Whatever's in here. Yeah, Terlingua. I added a shit ton after that, though. Viva yeah. Terlingua. Yeah, it was 
speaks for itself. Clearly, it this will be empty by the end of the evening. <laughs> I'm going to go home and make a thing of cornbread and try to make it taste like the one from Tapatio. And actually, mm. it was like six different kinds of meat. I used yeah. uh, ground pork, pan sausage, ground beef, chili meat, round steak, and stew meat. Yeah. Like nine pounds of meat. Boom. <laughs> I added like it up. Meat-topia. I was like, holy shit. Is that a word? Meatopia? Put that on a t-shirt. Karen? Guaranteed that, uh, meat or, uh, overload. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go ahead and stamp this chili 100% GMO. <laughs> for sure. Um, so we got sidetracked from the chicken Of course we soup, did. Of course we, we always did. do. I mean, are you new here, folks? <laughs> this is what we do. I know you don't fuck with gumbo, but I got that up in my higher ranking cold weather foods. I mean, I feel like I need to just try some good gumbo. Maybe I generally my gumbo make it, experience hadn't been the best. Generally, I make it twice a year. You know, I don't make it as much as I do chili and chicken noodle soup because it's way more lab- labor intensive. Well, and like the fish and stuff is expensive. What, what do you put well, shrimp in there? Well, I like seafood gumbo. And when I make seafood gumbo, I use shrimp, crab, fish, uh, oysters, I, yeah. crawfish. I throw it all in there when I do seafood gumbo. Uh the rest of the family, however, the wife and kids don't like the seafood gumbo as much. So what? for them, I'll make a, I'll make chicken and sausage gumbo. Okay. Now, I do something a little different with my gumbo. Yeah, most of the time, you're supposed to use andouille sausage. Yeah. I actually go to Proshex and buy the smoked chicken sausage. Ooh. And I use that either in my you know chicken and sausage gumbo or the seafood gumbo. It, it's kind of got a unique flavor that really pairs well with gumbo. I got you. I like it, I dare say, a little better than Andouille. I ride pretty hard for the Proshex chicken sausage. Not going to lie. It's pretty delicious. I've only had it in the Pig in the Blankets, though. I haven't had, like, a link, but I think I'm definitely going to try it. Yeah, I just dice it up and throw it in the gumbo, man. It accents the flavor really well. Yeah. I like it. I'm going to have to try good gumbo. Never tried it on the, just like when I'm barbecuing. Yeah. You know, I may have to do that at some point, but. Uh, just with the gumbo, that's the only time I ever use it, just because it fits well. Yeah, boom. Yeah. Um, so, mac and cheese is that seasonal or is that just year round? I mean, it's seasonal in that you serve it at Thanksgiving, maybe, <laughs> but it's also a side dish that can be used year round. Yeah, uh, I was just yeah. thinking like the mac and cheese that they make that's like a big, big flare show and like it's got the crushed up breadcrumbs on top that are all broiled and everything all of that stuff i mean i'm a blue box fan because i don't get down like that i do it homemade i grab the bag of noodles and some Velveeta and make it myself pro tip if you do it that way throw in a little bit of sugar when you make it oh i don't know for whatever reason it just it it makes it better it does i was thinking uh what's the uh it's like a spice that's not cumin, but somewhat similar to that. Nutmeg. To nutmeg? Yeah, nutmeg and some mac and cheese. Hmm. That'd be interesting. I don't know. Uh-huh. I can't back that up with facts. I just feel like I saw that somewhere as a thing. I don't ever use nutmeg for anything that I can... I mean, like, maybe when I make hot chocolate or something, I'll yeah. throw a little nutmeg in there. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and alienate the rest of the people that I haven't yet. Um, I don't like... Velveeta shells and cheese. 
Well, it's okay to be wrong. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It's not a big deal. This just is America. Own, own your truth. Yeah. Just own just your truth. Own your truth. No, it's not that I don't like. Okay, so Velveeta to me, queso dip, whatever you call yours, chips and queso. Yes, Rotel, hamburger meat, sausage, whatever. Throw that Velveeta in there. But if it ain't there, like I don't like the texture of it, especially in the shells where it gets all gooped up and then now it's just a big goop and there's no texture left to it and it's too much cheese to shell ratio. Well, you haven't had my homemade mac and cheese, so well, that'll be another thing to add to my next barbecue. <laughs> yeah, we're going yes. to have to do that Yeah, for sure. All about it. I mean, blue box, powder, milk, butter. See, I don't, I don't prefer the powder at all, man. I either make it, at, make it from scratch or I buy the one with the cheese sauce in the package. Yeah, real quick, shout out to my roommate in college, Matt. Uh, when we first moved in together, <laughs> it was at uh, Texas State in San Marcos. And, you know, like our parents moved us into this apartment or whatever. And they leave town and like we go to HEB to get some groceries because, of course, we're going to cook. Right. Two 21 year old college dudes yeah, for sure obviously. about to cook. Yeah. Anyway. On your George Foreman. Group. Yeah. <laughs> one of the 20 that I had back then. Anyway, so we go to AGB and he's like, hey, man, uh, how many boxes of mac and cheese do you eat? And I was like, what do you mean? In like a week or what? What an obscure question. Yeah, right. And I was like, well, you mean like in a week? And he's like, nah, man, I mean like at a time. <laughs> I was like, bro, <laughs> I normally just make like a box for everyone. Don't get me wrong. I'll crush a whole box by myself. Yeah. But typically make a box for, you know, whatever. I've never eaten mac and cheese as a meal. I haven't either, but I think that's I'll what I'll do he like did. a hamburger mac and cheese from scratch Ooh. that's mind blowing. That mm. you know, hamburger meat and onion, fresh yes. elbow noodles and some Velveeta. What about like some tomatoes? Bro. I never throw tomatoes in my mac and mm. cheese. The only cheese dish I throw tomatoes in is my uh chicken spaghetti. Okay. I'll throw a rotel in there. I've only made hamburger helper like once when I was in college, and I didn't really care for it. So it's because like, you have no kids. With kids, hamburger helper is like quick dinner, have to have. <laughs> like, if you're not making that, then you're you're probably spending way too much time cooking. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, um, I don't even remember which one. I think it was like taco. Mexican or something. Yeah, they got like a million different flavors now. I feel like the little little hamburger hand guy was doing some cultural appropriation on that box. They probably don't (laughs) do it anymore, though. This was (laughs) Was a long time ago. Long time ago? (laughs) Yeah, the British jury had like a serape and a sombrero and (laughs) like a donkey. Who knows? (laughs) Definitely cultural Definitely not politically correct at all. But anything is not politically correct nowadays. Um, let me ask you something. Does it have to be cold outside for you to enjoy chili or a cold weather dish? It doesn't have to be, but it just feels more appropriate. It feels right. Yeah. I mean, I feel that. Especially if it's spicy. I just feel like people are like, oh, it's finally chili season. Well, I mean, I eat hot pizza when it's hot outside. I eat hot steaks when it's hot outside. I eat hot, like, chicken or whatever. It doesn't have to be cold outside for me to enjoy a hot meal. People drink coffee all year round. It's hot. Yeah, but 
It's you definitely know, better, though. If you got a big pot of chili and it's a Saturday or a Sunday and you eat on it all day, yeah. you know, like it's cold, you go outside, you do some shit, you come back, you eat a little bowl, and yeah. I don't know. It's it just funny. It feels more right. It's funny that us as Texans are all like, oh my God, it's finally cold. We can eat chili now, but it's like 50. Yeah, people up north <laughs> laugh at us. Y'all They're still ahead. wearing shorts. Shout out to Ken Philpot up in Kansas. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's probably, definitely wearing shorts still. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not probably right now. fifty degrees, and they're wearing shorts. And yeah, flip-flops. and then like we're bundled. I got like yeah. my parka and a scarf. <laughs> Just kidding, I don't own a scarf because I'm a guy. Shout out to Charlie <laughs> Jordan. Yeah, Charlie Jordan is definitely wearing a scarf with linens right yeah, now. He is definitely the first person, <laughs> first adult male that I've spent any time around, <laughs> like in a business world where he would wear scarves on the regular. Yeah. Hey, dude. He owned it. Do your thing. Do your thing. We also uh, probably don't even want to admit this. I'm not sure if it's a felony or a misdemeanor. Uh, we also told him uh, how to eat crawfish, but we told him you just put the whole thing in your mouth and chew. And he did. And he did it. Yeah. <laughs> we got a picture of it. We that. got it right before he was going to start swallowing the shell before we finally told him to <laughs> <Yeah>. stop. <laughs> That was pretty classic. That was legendary, man. Shout out Charlie, wherever you are, man. Nobody knows who we're talking about. It's yeah, funny. nobody. Nobody. We has could a literally clue. make up stories about people that don't exist. Yeah, but it wouldn't be as authentic. No, no, we, people we would, would know. We would like have giant plot holes in our stories. Yeah. <laughs> so what about tortilla soup? You fucking with with some tortilla soup? I don't really. I feel like it's the whitest Mexican dish other than enchiladas. But it's or so maybe good. quesadillas. It's so good. Yeah. Um, so good. I mean, what is it? It's like chicken or? It's chicken and black beans and tomatoes. And you garnish it with avocado and tortilla chips and cheese. So there isn't actually tortillas in the tortilla soup. The At name the, the namesake comes from the garnish. Yes. That's like getting a chimichurri. It's true. But really, it's just steak with chimichurri on top. Yeah. That's how hard tortillas go. They do. <laughs> the greatest carb ever invented. Did you see the the thing on the pit is lit with the... He had a fireplace griddle. No. It was a uh, a fire-driven griddle with a, with a cast iron tortilla press on it. Okay. You put the dough in, it pressed the tortilla out, and you put it on the other side and, and cook it all the way. I could get down with that. Man, that sounds like the best tortillas that you've ever had in your life. Um, Probably uh, secondary, though, is warming up like a store-bought tortilla, but I prefer the H-E-B tortillas, the ones that they make there in-house, and you warm them up on the pit, like directly on, on the grill, on the I've coals. never done that. Yeah, it's solid. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it even comes out good. Like, if you have to have like Mission or whatever the other brand of those fake tortillas are that are like just paper. Yeah. H E B tortillas are good, but they they fall apart fairly easy. They tear tear pretty easily because mm. they're homemade. Because they're that's just the nature of. That. I like a powdery tortilla compared yeah. to like a slick, see through looking tortilla. If you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I do. Yeah, powdery have you, is. Have you ever how gotten the raw ones? No, the uncooked ones. You can mm-hmm. buy them uncooked and then cook them. You have to cook them all the way. Like takes the freezer longer. section. No, they they have them where it's just the dough pressed out, ready yeah. to, ready to cook. Okay. Uh, we buy those from time to time. They're good. They do corn or flour. Or both? Flour. 
Okay. Flour. Now, corn tortillas, I generally am not as big of a fan unless I'm getting street tacos or yeah. something like that. But uh, Or uh, the place that has the best corn tortillas is Crystal's that yes. I've had. I have a pro tip on your corn tortillas to make them better is to get them lightly toasted when you're warming them up. Lightly toasted. Lightly toasted. I mean, like, almost to where they're like a chip. Yeah. But, yeah. Have you ever fried your corn tortillas to make taco shells? No. You've never done that? I've never done crispy tacos at my house. Really? Mm-mm. And it's it's hard to do yeah. and to get the, the shape right. Yeah. Man, it's, it's a lot better than... It just seems like a lot tacos. of work for the first bite you take, it completely shatters. Yeah. And it's just maybe. like now I'm eating chips with dip. At uh, Fernandez, they do that. They fry their own corn tortillas in the yeah. taco shells. Um, yeah. If you get crispy tacos from Fernandez, that's how they do theirs. I saw a place in like San Antonio. They're known for their puffy taco. Yeah. But it's like a tortilla that's fried slightly and it puffs up and then they put everything on it. It's not really a taco it's like kind of just of a like gordita a, like no the tortilla basically becomes a plate oh. <laughs> an edible plate like a taco salad <laughs> kind of yeah just not as bowl shaped more just kind of puffy pillowy shape of deliciousness oh really <laughs> i have to check that out sometime yeah man what about uh the stews man we hadn't mentioned the the stew game oh, that's dude. like a cold weather must have. I feel like it's probably on the top of everyone's list. Yeah. Like maybe like not as much Texans because like chili's always the first thing we think of, but stew I feel like is definitely a, like number one, yeah. number two. My dad would always make a really good uh, beef stew, but it was I guess more of an oxtail soup. Okay. He would use oxtails and throw some barley in there, like a beef barley oxtail nice. thing. Man, that was awesome. Yeah. It's one of my childhood favorites. Heck yeah, dude. Um, my first experience with stew when I was a child, uh, we didn't really cook it when I was a kid, I don't think, but whenever I was in Boy Scouts, like whatever, 12 years old or something, we would go on these campouts and everyone would bring stew because that was our meal for the night. You know, we're all super campers and stuff. And like, you wouldn't just warm it up and eat it out of your can everyone would take their can and dump them into a cast iron, like a Dutch oven or like several Dutch ovens. Community stew. Yes. So it was just like a big melting pot, literally. I bet that actually was probably pretty good. It was great, man. I mean, it was all like, you know, canned, you know, whatever, Progresso or... Mine wasn't Progresso. Mine was for sure like Hill Country Fair or whatever. Yeah. But like there was some some richer folks that had some of the, <laughs> the name rich brand. folks had the they had soup that, name, that cost 50 cents that more. name brand condensed stew brother <laughs> yeah and then of course like shout out to mr collins uh troop 196 no 368 196 was my cub scout troop mr collins on 368 he would get down on some dutch oven cobbler brother oh my god stew and uh, cobbler Cade's, over. Cade's Boy Scout troop did that. He told me about it. They it's made like the a, same one. It was a well. He he was actually Cade was in the Louise troop, oh, but okay. Mr. Collins is. I guess he would like he was over both that and El Campo. Okay, 
he wasn't actually leading a troop at that point. Gotcha. Uh, I think, did he pass away? No. Are you still around? Yeah, he's still here. Okay. I know one high up guy in the Boy Scouts that I had never met had passed away last year or the year Uh-oh. before. But anyway, Cade was telling me about the blackberry cobbler out of the Dutch oven that Dude. they made that was quite delicious. We would always do peach, but yeah, I'd get down with that. You ever do blackberry cobbler, cobbler with uh, fresh blackberries that you picked? Uh, no, I haven't, but I have picked blackberries and eaten them, but I haven't done yeah. cobbler with We it. did that one time in Surfside. There was uh, blackberry bushes all over the the side of the island with the jetties. I guess that would be the west side of the island. Yeah. And... Uh, one time we we came back with like two gallon Ziploc bags full, and this chick my dad was dating at the time made it, made a blackberry cobbler out of it. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, picking home picking uh, wild blackberries and then smoking some grapevine. Not back then. <laughs> we were young. We were only like ten or twelve. I guess that's not too young for some kids, but it was for us. That old grapevine. <laughs> I don't even know why that's a thing. Yeah, I don't. I was never heard of that. You never heard of that? Oh, I've never heard of that. What? Smoking grapevines? Oh, my God. No, yeah, I've oh, never heard wow. of that. Wow. Never thought I would teach you something about life. <laughs> Maybe it was a I'll take that as Boy a compliment. Scout thing of <laughs> kids smoking grapevine. Apparently, it makes your mouth break out or something. Ugh, sounds anyway. weird. <laughs> yeah, our, yeah. Anyway. Unimportant. I don't want to go down that tangent today. <laughs> <laughs> that that would lead us into another realm. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Oh man. Speaking of going into another realm, um, I tried to buy Tyler and Sturgill tickets today, and it wouldn't let me. I signed up. I did <sighs> That's the whole. Disappointing. I did the whole dog and pony show. Sign up with for being a verified fan, and like. I didn't want to create an account or anything, but I had to. And then it sent me this text with my little code. And then I went to log in and nothing. It was that's, like, nah. That's garbage. Dude, I Hopefully was so Hopefully we can upset. get some tickets on the resale market. I mean, if somebody wants to give us some tickets for the Meats and Beats podcast, yeah. hit up our P.O. box. Oh, speaking of that, do <laughs> we, we don't need have to, one. Do, do we need to mention the user who shall not be named? Or the Patreon who shall not be named? <laughs> well, I think we only have to mention them once a month. Once a month, but I feel like we should just mention him every yeah. episode. Shout out to Michael, who insists that we call him <laughs> by his username, which is Taylor Swift, is the greatest artist of our generation for his Patreon contributions. <laughs> yeah, so hit up our Patreon if you want us to say something like that. I feel like we're setting the worst precedent. <laughs> no, ever. it's gonna be bad. maybe we need to change that to like a top tiered. Yeah, one. Yeah, for that. We're going to say obnoxious shit like that. Like yeah. Taylor Swift is the greatest artist of yeah. our generation. I mean, just because it's true doesn't Not mean true. we want to say it all Not the true. Time. I mean, what do you mean our generation? Like, who I are we talking about? Like, Post Malone? Is that still our generation? Or is that like. It's not younger. my generation. It's, it's not mine because I'm old. It's a younger generation. Yeah. yeah. Maybe she's the greatest artist of a younger generation than mine, but it's not mine. <laughs> I feel like we could have that debate. Of, that, I don't that, think that could, could be a whole episode. A greatest yeah. artist thing is it's such a yeah such an opinionated thing because it boils down to what you like and everybody likes something different. So very true. Yeah, man, things are getting deep on the meats and beats today. <laughs> getting deep, getting deep. Uh, how about beans? Yeah, how are we going to talk about cold weather foods and not mention beans? Man? Yeah, I think they're the sleep. Like, just because for me. 
they're not a cold weather food. They're a everyday food. Like they're always in the refrigerator ever since I was been a child. Like I, cook them on Sunday, eat them the rest of the week. Yeah, usually we make them once it's colder. I mean, I'll make them other times of the year if I'm cooking a ham and I got a, a leftover bunch of ham and a hock left. You know that whole deal. Yeah, uh, I'll make a big pot of beans out of it. Throw it in the crock pot. Easy to easy to get it going and easy to eat it when you get home. I can see why it would be a cold weather food because it just makes the whole house hot. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> just like sweltering inside. Yes. I'm just like putting a whole bunch of humidity, more humidity in the air because, you know, 174% isn't enough from Mother Nature. Right. You ever do the uh, the 15 bean soup nope. mix? Nope. Well, you should. It's a lot of beans. It is. Me and I'm Name them. Ready? Go. Uh, I'm not doing that because I don't know all of them. I know it's a variety pack, and when I get tired of eating pinto beans, I'll I'll grab the variety pack. Uh, Misty actually does a lot of lima beans, okay. which I, I didn't used to like, but she has made me a fan. Yeah, they're definitely an acquired taste. But yeah. Yeah, she does a pretty good lima bean. Hmm. I might, I might have to get down on some of that. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I don't think I've ever tried them before. They're like mm. big, big. Uh, they're just big beans. They're huge, hmm. and yeah, it's definitely a different texture than your normal beans. I'm down. Yeah, check um, it out. What about meatloaf? Meatloaf. I mean, cold he, weather. He had stardom in the '80s. Oh, uh, but he's kind of faded into yeah. obscurity lately. Kinda old. Uh, oh, you're talking about the food. Oh, the oh. food. I don't know. This is the Meats and Beats <laughs> podcast, so we could be talking about either. Yeah, no, the meatloaf as a food. I, I actually like meatloaf, man. We 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 do one where Misty does a shredded zucchini in with the meat. Oh, and She doesn't strong. make it actually in a loaf pan. She does it in like a muffin pan or like a smaller pan that has individual servings. Yeah, individual. Well... You know, like for a I may, normal person. I may eat, I may how many individuals are you? Yeah. Three, to, three to three to six, <laughs> depending on how many how how many scoops of mashed potatoes I got on my plate. Oh man! So what if you got the mashed potato stuffed meatloaf little individual things? Mashed potato stuffed? Yeah. So like in you the get meatloaf? so you get the meatloaf and you put it down in the little tin thing, the muffin tin. And then you put a little scoop of mashed potato in there and then seal it off with more meatloaf. And then you baked it. Did you see that on Pinterest? No. I felt like that's a Facebook video. Probably. Who knows? That would be good, though. I, I am down to try that. Or a gravy inside? Nah, the gravy would seep, seep out. out. Yeah. yeah, that would come out. The potatoes, uh, like, like, yeah, like a twice-baked potato with a bunch of... That's definitely a tasty video or something I saw. There's no way that I came up with that <laughs> out of my Somebody, own brain. Jamie, look that up. Yeah, Karen, um, find out if we're about to get sued yeah. for that. <laughs> can you sue for Pinterest ideas? Dude, you thing? can sue for pretty much anything. Yeah. We live in a frivolous society. Don't get me started on tort reform, bro. <laughs> I don't, don't even know even what that is. Don't even get me started on that. Dude. Oh, you know what today is, bro? What? Today is the 5th of November. Remember, remember the 5th of November. I'm going to go home tonight, eat this chili that I'm hoping Tony doesn't take away from me that he gave me for lunch, and I'm going to watch V for Vendetta. Oh, yeah, man. I even think about that. Yeah. Check that it's out. It's like 
Problem that movie changed my life. It's definitely my favorite movie ever. It's a great movie. Hundred percent, no doubt. It's yeah. definitely a great movie. I'm about it. Yeah, I don't think they cook in it. No, Except nothing they, to do with food. You know, they just completely start the revolution. Yeah, you know, whatever. The revolution was started. Yeah. Um. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most uneventful <laughs> statement ever. How do we get here? How do we get here? Oh man. So, so, um so what else do we got? Cold weather wise? Uh, oh. Dude, Miss if Miss Kathy listens to our podcast and she, I hope she doesn't cuz she would be offended. If, if she listened to this point in the okay. podcast Keep it and clean. we did not mention Keep it clean so we can give it play it for her. And we did not mention chicken and dumplings. Oh my she god. She would murder us. Dude. Like how have we not mentioned chicken and dumplings? Yes. Oh man, I the love the ultimate. Yes. I, I'm going to you know what? Chili is the ultimate. This one is definitely I'm going to go ahead and put it a tie. Yeah. Tie for chili. And you got to make your dumplings homemade. Of course. Yeah. 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 Get out of here if you don't. Yeah. Definitely. It's like just immediate like love. The it's best like way a hug. to do it is it's like, like when, a they, hug when they got the, the bowl of flour and they're just making each dumpling in the bowl as they oh, go yeah. and they're just throwing them in the pot. Oh, oh man. Dude. Yeah. Have you ever had chicken a la king? Oh, yeah. We actually, after uh, with leftover turkey, we'll do it with oh, turkey. Oh, yeah. Turkey a la king. Yes. We do that. We, we used to do that every single year. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe we almost forgot about chicken and dumplings. Dude, we would have had to just delete this podcast. Yeah, we, we would have roasted would be ourselves. Frauds. We would be yeah. frauds. Chicken all king though. Um, used to have that all the time when I was a kid. Uh, it's similar to a dish that my aunt Sue made that my grandmother taught her. Uh, it's a chicken popper kosh. Whoa! Yeah, it's a, a I guess a Czech dish. It sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's similar to the Ala King, though. It's oh, it's really good. Dude. I have to actually, I have to be very nice and sweet and talk her into that because yeah. it's a lot of work. It sounds like it. Yeah. You ever had goulash? Yeah, I've had goulash. I'd get down on some goulash. Yeah. Goulash is like, it's like chili in that you just throw anything into yeah. it. It yeah. can be whatever. I've seen noodles in goulash. I've seen hamburger meat in goulash. I've had noodles and some goulash. Just about everything put yeah. into goulash. I feel like before. goulash might even not even be a real word. <laughs> it might not. It's be. just like, yeah. yeah, throw it in there. Throw it in there. Yeah, yeah. that's what it stands <laughs> for. Just throw it in there. Man, I had another one on the tip of my tongue a while ago. Uh, after Chicken Ali King. Gone forever. Gone forever. It's, You'll think about it like right as you're falling asleep next yeah, Tuesday. Probably so. <laughs> Is there any like cold weather breakfast foods? I mean... Menudo, maybe. Oh, yeah. But I eat menudo year-round for hangovers, so mm. I, don't, I mean, it's my yeah. hangover cure. It don't yeah. matter if it's July. <laughs> <laughs> With extra jalapeno. Oh, man. You got to have some spice in the menudo. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah. I mean, cold weather breakfast stuff. I mean, biscuits and gravy, maybe. Oh, dude. You know, it's... That was our phantom plate this weekend at oh, the yeah? Tapatio Springs. You got a phantom plate? Phantom plate of biscuits, of biscuits and, and gravy. gravy. But then, okay, so here's how it goes down. So we're at this resort, right? And uh, weird flex, but okay. <laughs> we're at this resort, and, like, you're kind of just secluded, right? It's it's out. It's in the hill country. It's in Bernie. And there's not a lot around. Like, you're not going to get to a Whataburger. And they stopped serving food like, I don't know, 10 or 11 o'clock. So at like 
2 a.m. or 3 a.m. when you're ready for a little little snack, you got nothing. Yeah. Luckily, luckily, we ordered um, the biscuits and gravy on the side. And, like, we crushed the biscuits and the gravy, but it came with eggs and potatoes ah, as well. So, so you it was had like a, a whole thing. side plate so I had a little, for you. I had a little to-go box with the eggs and potatoes and we got done playing and hanging out by the fire, singing some songs, and got back to the suite, um, the condo, as it were, and uh, was like, yes. Boom. I got Clutch. a Clutch. Can't argue with that. Clutch I bet they city. were delicious potatoes. Oh too. man, they had like onions and tomatoes and peppers and stuff in it. It was everything that they put on the plate was fantastic. Yeah. Shout out to the Tapatio Springs kitchen Killing staff. It, huh? One day, yeah. one day, one day, yeah. maybe. Um, dude, yeah, I, that's all I got. I think that's everything that I can think of. Right Let us know hand. in the comments what you like to eat when it's cold. Everybody's got their family traditions, so I'm sure y'all got oh, some stuff we had You know what's about. A, probably the best cold weather meal? Whiskey. And barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't drink. But I think whiskey is probably it. Hot toddies go hard when, there you, you, go. when you when you got a if you got any kind of a throat thing or whatever, hot yeah. toddies definitely where it's at. Yeah. Um seasoning of the month. Oh yes. Going in. One of my favorite segments. Yes. So this time we uh, we were doing one that I told AJ we had to do, and I showed him a picture of the bottle, and he was instantly on board. I didn't even have to taste it to know that I was going to love it yeah. because the label was that amazing. Yeah, it's a cowboy, an old 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 guy <laughs> who probably knows exactly what he's doing. You can yeah. look at him and say, this guy's a real motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, that guy definitely doesn't have a truck that has a catalytic converter or a computer or any kind of emissions passing capabilities. <laughs> He's driving in like a 93 power stroke. That's cherry. Cause he takes care of it Yeah, with about 475,000 miles that yeah. he drives out to the ranch to slaughter the steer himself, butcher it, cook it with his own seasoning without washing his hands. Yeah, because he's guy. a real OG. Yeah, this stuff was delicious. Yeah, my to- my favorite thing to put it on is actually ribs. Yes, that's my uh, one of my favorite seasonings to use when I cook ribs. It it just goes great on them. I mean, I and I cooked AJ a slab of ribs with just this as the dry rub, and it speaks for itself. It was solid, solid. <laughs> like, um, kind of had some. Like it was okay, so this is why you shouldn't judge spices by just tasting them. Yeah. Cause I tasted the rib and I loved it. And then I got the the seasoning shaker and I put a little bit on my hand and tasted it. And all I really tasted was salt. And lemon. Salt like and citrusy. Lemon. Yeah, yeah, citrusy. But, but like I guess whatever's in it, the flowers that'll be the flowers. The flavors really bloom. Yeah, uh, yeah whenever it's it cooks. like got a peppery, like yeah. a like a good peppery. I love pepper, black pepper, just yeah, yes. Yeah, I actually, it. when I cook steaks, I'll use it and pair it with chupacabra and some of the other stuff. Yeah. I, I don't like it as much as a standalone steak seasoning, but it's definitely a standalone rib rub, like yeah. any day of the week. Yeah, I'm for it. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to what is it, Alamo? Alamo Cattle Company Special Blend. Is it in, from San Antonio? San Antonio, Texas. You yes. can order it online or they carry it at HEB. 
So, dude, definitely worth checking out. I'm gonna go get some at each. I have. I should have already got some, but it was it was Halloween night when he made me those ribs, and the yeah. neighborhood streets were just ridiculous. Yeah. And you know, I think I may have told you this, but the the label is why I bought it to begin with yeah. a couple of years ago. <clears throat> That's why I would buy it. Yeah. And I would rebuy it because it's delicious. Yes. I exactly. hope they never change that label ever. Uh, me too. Like, as long as they're in business, they yeah. need to keep that label. Yeah. Uh, we need to give that guy a name. He looks like he could be named Carl. Mm. I was going to go with something more like. Or Chuck, maybe? Festus. Nah, I don't know about Festus. It's like uh, from old Western show. Oh, maybe. Festus. Augustus. I could see Augustus, from maybe. Lonesome Dove. Yeah. I could Old see Gus. That. Old Gus. <laughs> yeah, that well, works. Well, if he's wearing a Gus-shaped hat from the Lonesome... But he probably ain't even watched Lonesome Dove. He's yeah. been wearing that hat since way before that. <laughs> yeah, he didn't since pick Rob- up his style. Ro- from- Robert Duvall probably made his character... After this guy, yeah, I could see that. We're gonna. That's the story in my head. We How gotta post a picture of this label we as, will. as we the will. promo for this episode. Yeah. Oh man, how do we even get to these tangents of naming people? It's what we do. What's wrong with us? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why we're we're still here. Episode what eleven now? <clears throat> episode eleven. We didn't even announce it at the beginning. We didn't even announce oh, it. Oh man, we failed. Um. Hey, just uh, a couple of housekeeping things. Um, episode 12 is going to be the final episode of Meets and Beats podcast season one. Season one. We're, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a little break for the uh, holidays and we're going to get a bunch of content going um, and then come back strong after yeah, things that. Things get a little hectic between Thanksgiving and New Year's and that whole time. So yeah. We're going to take a little bit of a break and come back strong first of the year don't worry we're still going to be eating and posting photos and oh yeah random stuff but uh as far as like like that america spread that i posted oh yesterday dude wasn't that just beautiful legendary yeah i painted in american (laughs) but yeah so we're gonna do uh episode 12 and then we're gonna take a little break and we're gonna come back but anyway uh let's go to the beats Yes, this week we are reviewing the new Highly Suspect album. I've been waiting for this one for a little while, man. I, yeah. I, I like Highly Suspect. Uh, this one is what, MCID? MCID. Is, is the uh, name of the album, which we recently discovered stands for My Crew is Dope. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, as a band, when they were coming up, that they were like tag that. That was like their tag. On, yeah. Like they would write it on shit and places and venues that they went are every everyone in the is everyone in this band named brad and chad and chet i'm sure there's a chet <laughs> i am pretty sure yeah but. so i heard the single 16 whatever a month or two ago yeah they on, released it about a month or two ago. and yeah. uh i was a fan i was like dude i'm getting down right and then uh tony was like yeah let's record let's uh review that album and then i put on the first track of the album and had he had not given me a vat of chili, I would have hated him for making me listen to this record. Really? Was, the first track was dark, man. Yeah, like, it was about like jumping off a building and stuff. Oh, it was like yeah. all about suicide, the whole first track. Man. Yeah. Was, I, I, honestly, I was listening to it. I was trying to think, is this worse than the Blink-182 album? And then I thought, yes. 
Yes, it is. Well, and I, then I got to track eight. <laughs> so then I finally heard some tracks that I could tolerate. What was unique about this album is the styles were all over the board. Like yeah. they went from They were horrible in multiple genres. They went to rock <laughs> and they did blues, and they did metal, they did yeah. rap, they did They're just a unique sound that's different than anything I've heard as yeah. far as an album goes. I could see from an artistic standpoint, you know, mixing it up a little bit, not trying to get pigeonholed yeah, into definitely. A, a specific I'm a thing, fan of that. You know, uh, I could see what they're going for. There was a lot of emotional lyrics in in those songs. Like sixteen was about some real shit that happened to the lead singer. I'm yeah. sure y'all have heard that on the radio by now. But no he found out the in the radio. delivery room that his child being born was not his because it was a different color. And awkward. Yeah, yeah. Awkward so, turtle. <laughs> so he wrote a song about it. And yeah, yes. and a lot of the songs on there were super emotionally charged about drugs and suicide and either the guy's been through some shit or he's catering through to a specific audience of emo kids that cut themselves yeah i think i'm <laughs> about 15 years too old for this album yeah yeah i felt I there were some tracks on there that it. i that made me feel old there was the a one, track the standout was, tracks that you liked i liked yeah yeah i only had it was like 16 tracks on the album i liked five of them yeah. Or yeah, five of them. I liked Fly, which is the first track. I like Sixteen. I like Canals. I liked Upper Drugs, and I like Silk Road. I liked Silk Road and Sixteen. Yeah. And all of those have the kind of lyrics that I'm talking about. I think that's yeah. why I like them. I like songs with meaningful lyrical content. Yeah. You know. I'm uh, gonna give this album another chance though because I think I I was just so thrown off by how much I didn't like the uh the music of it that i didn't give the lyrics enough of a shot yeah so i'm gonna go back and listen to it um it's definitely i don't i don't, don't want to just blow off records you know like yeah yeah i mean i felt like they put put the time and the work in to try to make it make it unique and different um, yeah there was a mumble rap track on there that I didn't hey, care for that much hey, with Young hey. Thug featuring Young Thug in there. <laughs> uh, yes. I didn't care for that one too much. But, yeah, there was definitely some, like, these guys are fucking stoned out of their mind tracks. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, with Nairobi, and there was another one. Yeah. Of, Those were my favorites because they didn't have lyrics. <laughs> Nairobi. And it was the last one. That was why also is my favorite. Man, I felt like one of them that might have been like a clip of Matthew McConaughey beating drums on LSD in Austin, <laughs> and they they just yes. recorded that and put it on an album. Wow, yeah, but Crazy. I, I mean, I think from an artistic standpoint, I saw what they were trying to do. I mean, there's the standout tracks were good. I liked them, but there's a lot of tracks, yeah, I didn't like as much. Yeah, you know, and some of that stuff just wasn't my style of music. I feel like they would be a good live band. Yeah, I would definitely go check them out live. You know, I like feel like a, they would be like that would a be festival. a moshing, rocking ass show. Yeah. You know, like I, you could tell by the music they bring a lot of energy to their shit. You yeah, know? if I was at a festival and they were playing, I would I would go to that stage and check it out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And or if they were like an opening act, I would. Yeah, check some them out. of their past tracks are why I, why I've liked them so much. I mean, they've like, they're from New York though, and. You know, maybe that's why they're so emotionally charged. Like, growing up there has got to suck. I would imagine. 
You know, sorry to all my New Yorker friends. I yeah. just I can't pay four grand a month for a one bedroom studio apartment. <laughs> yeah, nah, that mm. that might be why he wants to kill himself. <laughs> Dude, who knows, man? My crew is dope. Yeah, that's the album. So I'm guessing you're gonna give it a uh, choice. No, it's not. It's not that's that the good. One star. No, select is one it's, star. Select is one star. Yeah. Choice is two. Yeah. Okay. Our grading system is terrible because we can't remember it. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. We're gonna we keep can't it. remember a lot of things. That's true. I mean, uh, we still yeah. have at least five projects that we said we were gonna do that we haven't done. Yeah. Um. Was there anything? Le- oh, no, there wasn't anything less than choice. Was there? Uh, I mean, select. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with select. I'm gonna go with select right now. I yeah. might come back and do a retraction and I mean give I gotta go star, but I gotta go between choice and prime. Like I liked like the tracks I liked I really liked. But yeah, I mean it I wouldn't listen to the whole album as a as a whole in a single sitting again. Yeah, I feel like it's not an album that listens as a whole album. No, there's a lot of single yeah. tracks for like sure. Like you can jump around. Yeah. Jump like up, even the first track, there's like at the very end of it where he's uh giving shout outs and it's like a live it's like a clip of a live show or something okay. at the very end of the track where he's yeah. like I just had to get that shit off my chest. Like <laughs> like it was <laughs> who's he talking to? Uh, he had to be talking the to the engineer. The yeah, one guy something there with like that. that. I don't know. But yeah, that's where I'm at with that. I mean yeah. if we got other albums coming out that we're going to be doing. Didn't Green Day got an album coming Did out? They? I don't no, know. they they released a couple of singles for an album that's coming out next spring. Oh, okay. And the singles are like off the fucking wall rails. Not don't sound like Green Day at all. Really? They didn't yeah. blink one eighty two us, did they? I don't know. We'll see. We'll, nah. we'll check that out whenever it comes back. Yeah. We got to figure out what we're going to do for our uh, final show of the season. I guess it would be the Thanksgiving episode, huh? Well, no, that the Green Day album won't be out till next oh, year. Oh. I'm talking about what we're going to do next oh. week. So Leave us some comments of who, what albums you're dropping. Cause yeah. If there's something new out there, we, we don't check yeah. it out. Yeah. We like obscure things that are not just what's getting crammed down your throat. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you send me something from, uh, what's that rapper that I hate? Uh, All of them? I don't know. <laughs> no, the... Takashi? No, the... The book. Oh the no! Get down. Don't even say it. <laughs> don't even. Yeah. If you send Blanco me an album from Blanco Brown, Brown, I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna seek dude. you out, and I'm gonna slap the shit out of you. I saw a video of him and Tim McGraw singing "Don't Take the Girl" Are in Australia me? in like a green room. He's got a actually good voice. I'm like sorry, but singing. no. Hey, he sings great. I mean, the songs are garbage, but. Yeah, Seems great. I apologize to anybody that ever listened to a Tim McGraw song. <laughs> Old school Tim McGraw is different than you know. But the fact that he did a song with Blanco Brown, they, just I mean, they totally didn't, ruins they didn't, it. They didn't cut it. They just did it. It was like a video they recorded in a green room. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> what a time to be alive that uh, <laughs> Blanco Brown is bringing down Tim McGraw. Usually, it would be <laughs> right. Tim McGraw bringing down anyone else. Everyone else. Shout out to Stony Gable for having the song about Tim McGraw. That if is, you don't know yeah. about Stony Gable, Google it. I think it's got it on. I think it's on a uh, Reverb Nation. It's not on iTunes. Just Google Stony Gable Tim McGraw. 
Yes. And thank us later. Or uh, Gonna Heart Persephilades. That's another great track. <sighs> Hangman is good. Hangman. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> he's got some good ones. But we'll figure out what we're going to do next, and we'll maybe post a preview. We'll definitely figure out what we're going to do more than five minutes before we do it. Yeah, because we'd never do that. <laughs> we would never <laughs> we do plan that ahead. ever. We never right. record on the phone. Awkward outro. So, later. <laughs>